Dr. Mary Catherine is originally from the low country of South Carolina. She's an Ohio University Bobcat at heart and currently lives in Frederick, Maryland. With a background in researching the intersection of religion and relationship formation and religious practice and tradition in the media, Dr. Mary Catherine will soon be an associate professor of communication at Mount St. Mary's University, where she primarily teaches social media, media writing, and interpersonal communication. She also works remotely for the Catholic parishes of Athens and Meigs counties, and currently oversees a blog project called My View of MSMU, which showcases student life at Mount St. Mary's University. This is a Know His Love Story. Okay, so I feel like I've always had a strong faith that was fostered in my childhood by my parents. Um, I was always like the friend that got invited to go to vacation Bible school, uh, especially at a lot of my friends who were uh, from Protestant churches. Like they always invited me to come with them. Uh, And I always said yes. I always went because I always had a great time. It was fun to uh, be surrounded by, you know, the teaching and the love of God because at the end of the day, we're all Christian. We all believe in in Christ. And from my early childhood on to uh, probably into late elementary to middle school, I was kind of given the moniker of like Sister Mary Catherine, even like sometimes people would call me that. Uh, and it was just really kind of interesting because I, I've entertained the idea of having a vocation, but I don't feel called uh, in my discernment. I haven't felt called to uh, actually pursue that in my life. Like I think I'm uh, called for marriage or something of that nature instead, or maybe even to be single. Um, And so I'd like to say that I've always known his love or never really taken it for granted, but I know that that would be a lie. (laughs) Uh, It's not, that's not actually true. And I think for me, uh, knowing God's love, like I know it's a constant, but in my humanity and even in my simplicity, uh, I need constant reminders of it. So I take it for granted when things are going really well. So it's like I'm in the driver's seat and instead of letting God be there to like kind of lead the way or even I know people say it uh, kind of in joking, Jesus take the wheel. He really should be taking the wheel for all of us. Uh, and oftentimes I kind of push him out of the way and I want to do it myself. Uh, I want to be in control. So I get too complacent sometimes or even a little prideful about my accomplishments and in doing those things and in, in embracing those moments of pride, it can make you really feel invincible and very powerful. But at the same time, it can be a recipe for disaster. Uh, it can lead you down to the path to temptation. It can lead you to thinking that you don't really need God or you don't really need uh, his presence in your life. So when I was growing up, one of my grandmother's favorite sayings was, pride goeth before the fall. Uh, And as a kid, I didn't really understand what that meant. She always said it when my brother and I would be really full of ourselves or something like that. So I knew it wasn't a good thing, but I never really quite got it. It didn't click until I was older that not only was she talking about like the sin of pride or hubris, but also she was making a scriptural reference. Uh, So it's actually in Proverbs 16, 18. That's the exact reference. But actually all of Proverbs 16 uh, speaks about letting the Lord kind of direct your steps. So I think what I'm getting at here is that, yes, I know God's love, but I falter a lot as my humanity and pride get in the way, and I I let it take me away 
from letting God be in control. And as much as I may seem like I have it together, I want people to think that I have it together on the outside. Interiorly, God is constantly at work to remind me of who I am, what I should be seeking, or what I want to seek in the first place and how to achieve that. And a spoiler alert, it's by letting him take the lead and me kind of taking the back seat. So when I let God be in control and I take the back seat, I know that I'm at peace. I feel a sense of peace. Uh, I don't feel chaotic. I don't feel the anxiety creeping in. I feel less drawn to temptation and far more drawn to the sacraments. Uh, going to daily Mass and being able to hear the readings from Scripture has been uh, like kind of in the order that they're supposed to be in, at least in terms of the liturgical calendar, has been really eye-opening for me. Um, and it gives me this real feeling of closeness with the Lord. And it was just recently that I was at a daily Mass just after the Epiphany, uh, and there was a a part of the reading that really struck struck me from First John um, that talks about love and fear and the idea that fear is not really of the Lord and whoever fears is not perfect in love. And that really kind of uh, s- struck me as uh, or resonated with me in a way that I'm using at least right now in my life as a constant reminder of trying to remember to turn back to feel God's love and know that it's real. Because as it says in 1 John, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. And so one who fears is not yet perfect in love. And so I've really kind of come to know that uh, because the opposite of fear in my eyes is peace, being at peace with the Lord. And so I feel that a lot in receiving the sacraments and going to daily mass and being able to be in adoration and just sit with the Lord um, and have that sense of closeness. Um, When I'm at peace, I feel like my relationships with others are really good. Not that they're ever, I don't feel like they're ever terrible, but like you just have a fluidity in your life to where relationships are easier. Um, It makes it easier for you to encounter people and encounter Christ in them. Um, in a way that's really beautiful. And so as I remember to let God take the driver's seat and let him be in control, that chaos just sort of melts away and everything is just sort of like this sense of stillness or uh, being at peace. I feel like there's a great power in knowing that I'm a child of God, that I'm a daughter of God. If I think about all the loves that we experience in our lives, I mean, the word love is kind of overused a lot, I think. So it's something that I try to make a distinction of. Uh, You know, I don't feel like God's love is the same as like my love for French fries or pizza or something like that. Um, But I think about like the love I have for like my best friends or my family or what I hope to find in a romantic relationship. God's love surpasses all of those loves, right? Like I'm only able to love to a certain extent, but God's love is unfathomable. It's full of hope. It's beautiful. It's unlike anything we can really imagine. And I think of really kind of like the love of my parents for me in particular, um, because I know that it's absolutely unconditional. And to know that, to know that kind of from a human relationship that I have, 
and to know that the love of God the Father is even greater than that, it just it's crazy, I feel like, to to think about that type of relationship, to know that I'm a child of God. And it's unfortunate because I don't feel like we always think about that. I think that we get so wrapped up in material things and in the world, worldly things, that we don't always remember that God's love surpasses all things. I think when I am trying to understand the expression of God's love in my life, it comes in multiple forms. Um, There are a lot of things that remind me of why God is so good. So like the beauty of a sunset, like in here in southeastern Ohio, we get really beautiful sunsets. I think some of the most beautiful ones I've ever seen. Um, or being able to breathe in fresh air. Or uh, the exhilaration that I feel after I have a great run or something like that. All of those become like little reminders of God's love. That, I mean, my body can do things or that his creation is is there for us to enjoy. Also, the people he puts in my path to remind me of what my purpose is. And I've been noticing that here really recently. Like I've been on a an interesting up and down uh, path, I feel like, for the last several weeks or months even. And especially within the last couple of weeks, there have been unexpected people who have popped up and have absolutely no idea of what I've been going through or, or what I'm uh, experiencing currently, like in my real personal and professional life. But they're still just reminders of his love. Like they ask the right questions or they they say things that just give me a moment of pause and remind me that not only does God love me, but that things are going to be okay at some point. Like it, we may have to go through suffering. We may have to um, even like have some bad days. But at the end of those days, at the end of uh, everything, God's love again surpasses everything. And he's going to see us through. And the, 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 the times that we're suffering in some capacity are, are opportunities to just reach out and love even more. And our opportunities to really unite those sufferings, I think, with uh, Christ and, and the suffering that he went through. Mm-hmm. Trying to speak to someone who may not feel worthy of God's love or who may not actually even know it or, or think that it's real maybe is the better way to put it. I would just invite them to think about all the beautiful things they encounter and the relationships that they have, their their best relationship, their their favorite relationship, their best friends. And again, to magnify just the feelings that they have associated with that exponentially. And that's what God's love is like. And I know that it's like as it's hard to to explain that to someone who may not have faith or who may just be in a really dark place, but to constantly be there and try to be a reminder of light and of beauty and of grace, I think is is incredibly important, you know, inviting people uh, just to experience nature or just to experience uh, community, you know, like going for a walk, bringing them to mass, but that might be too too big of a step for some people, you know, but just being able to, to experience like an authentic friendship, an authentic relationship with someone who just cares, I think is the first step really to understanding what God's love can be in someone's life.